Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, I have great news for you. Our partners at Bet Online they continue to get it done as the number one betting source for you. NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, we have golf, horse racing, and everything heating up this Major League Baseball season as well. You'll get latest odds, team matchups, and game trends at Bet Online. Just log on today to betonline.ag or use your mobile device to get started. But listen up. Make sure you use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B-L-E-A-V to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag or your mobile device. BetOnline. Get started today. BetOnline is where the game starts. You know, it is that time of year in sports where it is all heating up, not just the weather, but the events. We're coming off the NFL draft. We have MLB. We've got the NHL and NBA playoffs. How about horse racing's Triple Crown and the PGA Championship, just to name some of the major sporting events we'll see in the next few months and have seen the last several weeks. Every event presents opportunities for inspiration and controversy, as well as new heroes and comeback stories. Ever wonder how to get into sports journalism? Well, I started my career at St. Bonaventure University. I attended their campus long before online degrees were a thing. But with their online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism, you'll learn how to find and talk about the most compelling stories, no matter the sport all from the comfort of home. An advisory committee of journalism school alums shape this innovative program. Courses are taught by experienced professors and include master classes led by industry experts. As an SBU graduate, you join a network of fellow Bonnies, including the New York Post's Mike Beccaro and ESPN's Raina Banks. The online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism builds strong skills and ethical foundations for successful careers. Coursework emphasizes the importance of multimedia reporting and incisive storytelling. Program graduates are prepared to tell stories at the intersection of sports, gender, and race. Take the next step in your sports journalism career by contacting an enrollment advisor at sbujournalism.com. We all want to protect our families, our homes, our businesses, and our health. CH Insurance provides the best personal and business coverage at the best value. You can trust the pros at CH. Here's who's in your corner. We have a really good team. We're always trying to help you in the best way as we can. The team makes the dream, right? And I would say that our our colleagues are second to none. We treat our clients like they're family. When it comes to protecting what's important to you, the pros at CH Insurance are in your corner. Hi, this is Cal Ripken Jr., and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by CH Insurance. They are always in your corner. Personal and commercial needs for that insurance situation that you are in, they've got it going on. CH Insurance all over the major social platforms. Go follow and like them there. And also a big tip of the cap, thank you to Rosie's Corner, Brewerton Ace Hardware, and Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company. Man, summertime, it's a great time to drink beers outside. StumblingMonkeyBeer.com to visit the website before your uh, actual visit. And I got to tell you, their beers are unbelievable. Red Ale, the Amber Ale, they've got the Sours, the Seltzers, they've got the Porters, they've got the IPAs, the Hazies, all that sort of stuff going on. Stumble Monkey Brewing Company is the official brewing company of the ML Sports Platter. And of course, make sure that you join the Mug Club at Stumble and Monkey Brewing Company. Find out more at StumbleandMonkeyBeer.com what kind of deals that club can get you. Well, let's bring him in. Talk some Buffalo Bills football here. Man, isn't it something? Training camp, the season's right around the corner. Summer's flying by. July 4th, long gone. 
Sal Mayorana, my guy from the Rochester Democrat and Chronicle. He is a beat man, an insider, covering the Buffalo Bills for that awesome platform. And you can find him on Twitter, at Sal Mayorana. And he's well into his fourth decade of covering the Buffalo Bills for the DNC. And he is an author of 22 books, one of my favorite people, a very good friend, and one of the best in the business, help, uh, helping to set the standard in journalism today, at Sal Mayorana on Twitter. Sal, welcome back, and I uh, hope your summer's going okay, man. I am good, Mike. How are you? Doing well. Um, what do you think is at the top of the agenda for the Bills this training camp in terms of some of their goals and you know uh, achievements, so to speak, before the season starts? <laughs> well, the first thing, first and foremost, is when they report to camp at the end of July. I hope they can get this stuff on Diggs drama put to bed and and you know move on from whatever the problem was. I love to be able to tell you, Mike, that I know what the problem is, but you know, I'd be lying. Nobody understands exactly what has been going on. You know, a lot of rumors flying around that he and Allen have a personality conflict, or he's not happy with his role in the offense, which is an absurd observation if that's what he's thinking, because he's been one of the most targeted players in the NFL receivers for three years. So we don't really know what's happening, and until they get to you know St. John Fisher. Um, you know, it's going to be, it's going to remain speculation and there's going to be a question mark as to, you know, is this team fully 100% together and ready to push forward for, for a Super Bowl? In the off season, what player acquisition do you think will be the most impactful for them? I, I think it's Leonard Floyd. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> we, we were talking at minicamp back in the middle of June, a couple writers and I. And, you know, they made, you know, they made a bunch of moves that were sort of mid-level, you know, they nothing big. Connor McGovern's the offensive lineman who's probably going to start for them. And, you know, there's a couple other ones. The draft pick Kincaid is interesting, but they get Leonard Floyd. I think it was the second week of June, but it was right before that mini camp in, in the mm-hmm. middle of June. And I'm thinking to myself, that might be the most impactful player they get because he has a track record and he has played well you know, at the bottom end of his career, I think he's a nine-year veteran. He's had like nine sacks three years in a row or something like that. And with Von Miller probably not going to start the season um, because of the knee injury, Leonard Floyd might be their best pass rusher. It's hard to believe, but he might be. The guy that they got as a secondary, mid-level, late free agent signing could end up being their best pass rusher. So, yeah, I agree with you. I think it's a big, big move for them, you know, assuming he still has something left in the tank. And you think about it, he was on a Bears team for four years, and he, I mean, he dominated uh, in, in a lot of spots on, on that D and led the way. He had 10.5 sacks with the Rams, 9.5 sacks, then 9 with the Rams, and, you know, he's, he's won a Super Bowl. And so, you know, wow. I mean, I, I just thought that one kind of just blew me away. It came out of nowhere, and he's only 30 years old. He's been relatively healthy. He's been super durable. I don't think he's missed, actually, Sal. He hasn't missed a game in the NFL since 2017. How about that? Yeah, it's it's tremendous. And you're, and you're right about his time with the Bears. Now, he went to the Rams, and, you know, the only question you would have is that, you know, he played next to Aaron Donald. Yep, <laughs> so right. Aaron Donald's going to make anybody look like a great pass rusher. And he also had Von Miller for half of that 21 season when Von was there after he got traded. So you wonder, you know, can Floyd come to Buffalo? And while Von Miller is probably going to be sidelined, can he be the lead guy? Because there's really no player like Aaron Donald on the, on the Bills who is going to be able to draw attention. You know, people say maybe Ed Oliver. I, I don't. I don't agree with that. So Floyd is going to have to make do 
with what he can get accomplished, most likely. I don't think the Bills' defensive line is quite good enough to draw a lot of attention away. So we'll see what he's got. But, yeah, I, I do like the signing. I think he's going to help them. I would have loved maybe even a two- or three-year deal, but obviously the money would have been kind of a problem. And then I started thinking about it a little bit with this. He's looking for another gigantic payday. So the Bills bringing him in for one year. You know, we know what contract years have done in sports history, right? And and so you kind of like that factor too, right? Like the guy comes into Western New York. It's already a playoff contender. They should win the division again. They should be in the hunt for I guess the trophy, even though there's certain things in January that I don't like in terms of the coaching, but I'm not even going to go down that road. But Leonard Floyd, let's say he has a ridiculous year, 10 and a half, 11 sacks, and he, he's a huge difference maker. And he then goes and gets paid and helps the Bills win a Super Bowl. I mean, you talk about like a, a total win-win from just that one-year deal, you know? Yeah, I mean, it, it, and that's kind of the way the Bills are doing business these days. Yep. If you look at what they've done, they are doing a lot of these one-year deals because, that, you know, the Bills feel that they are in their window for a Super Bowl. So it's not about drafting a bunch of kids and then, you know, relying on them to carry the team and get them to the promised land. They're already built for that. And what they're doing is they're augmenting the roster with, you know, good veteran players who are, you know, who have become free agents and maybe they didn't get the big long-term deal with somebody else. But like you just said, they're going to settle for a one-year deal in Buffalo to prove themselves, maybe get that next contract. But while they're in Buffalo, they could be very impactful pieces. You know, you look at Floyd. I think Taylor Rapp comes into that category mm-hmm. very well. The safety, who I think is is going to have a pretty big role on this team. And there's a bunch of these guys. I, mean, I, don't, I don't have the roster in front of me, but there's at least 10 or 12 guys on one-year deals who I think are going to have key roles on this team this year. And it might be a roster that's actually hard to make for some guys, right? I mean, Saran Neal, maybe Cam Lewis, maybe a Boogie Basham, maybe others. It might be a hard roster to make at this point, the way it's been constructed. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, these days with the practice squad being so big and the rules, you know, changing, you know, we we talk about the 40, you know, the 53-man roster, but really it's just about a 70-man roster when you get right down to it. Yes, there's chances that you could lose players off the practice squad but it doesn't happen all that often so there will be spots on the team whether it's on the active roster or the practice squad but you're absolutely right (laughs) there are some guys that are going to have to fight to make this team and a couple of those guys are draft picks who have not really panned out for the bills Sal Marana, rochester democrat and chronicle bills insider and beat reporter get him on twitter at Sal Marana. all right the offense from last year to this year is it going to look different at all? Is it 11 personnel? Uh, 11 and a half is being alluded to, which was kind of funny. Is it 12? Uh, do they do two man, uh, two tight end sets more because they got Kincaid in the mix and then you put him maybe in the slot and then they have different looks there. You bring in Damian Harris. They still don't know what the hell they're doing with Naheem Hines, but he's there. Uh, you've got Deontay Hardy now. You've got, there's a lot of moving parts here. Khalil Shakir trying to go into you know a year uh, where he's maybe going to get some more touches. Is it different? Is it the same? Where are we at here in terms of the look and the mix of the plays and style of this offense? Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, they, they, they like using the word multiple. They like <laughs> to be multiple in what they do yeah. in their personnel packages, in, yeah. their, in their alignments. And they're going to be able to do that because they've got pieces that he, you know, it's, like, it's going to be like a chessboard for Ken Dorsey. He's going to be able to move guys all over the place. I, You know, it looks like, and again, he's a rookie. We don't really know what we're going to get from him yet with Kincaid. 
but you know the plan apparently is going to be they want him to be the slot receiver. So you talk about two tight end. Yes, Dawson Knox will be on the field as the primary inline tight end, but you know they've sort of hinted that Dalton Kincaid. It says tight end next to his name, but he might be a wide receiver mm-hmm. and he might be well suited to play that slot position. So when they go three wide, it could be Kincaid who's the third receiver in the slot. Um, and that's a departure for the Bills because for the last several years, you know, they've had Cole Beasley and Isaiah McKenzie, those short, little, quick twitch players who can run five yards downfield, turn around and, and catch the ball from Josh Allen. At least that, that was the plan, at least. Now Kincaid's a different, a different tool altogether. He can get downfield, get down the seam. So I think you're going to see some of that for sure. And, and then you mix in a guy like Deontay Hardy, who kind of is that Cole Beasley, Isaiah McKenzie type. Um, yeah, I think they've got all kinds of opportunities to do different things this year, but they got to have guys come through and play well, too. Yeah, they do. Ed Oliver got a big deal, yay or nay, on this one? Yeah, I was a nay on that. I, you know, Oliver, to me, you know, it's not his fault. He was drafted number nine overall, but he has not proved at any point in his career that he was worth that draft pick. He was, you know, he just hasn't lived up to it. I was ready to move on from him, let him play this year. You know, he'll probably play great if it was his final year, you would think. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you, can, if you can re-sign him at the end of this season as a free agent, great. But if not, you move on like you did with Tremaine Edmonds. But they've made the move to do it. They they see something. They, they think that he can be an impactful player. We haven't seen it yet. Uh, maybe it's still in there, but I, I was not really on board with that move. Von Miller, I know he's going to the Hall of Fame, first ballot, all that. He's a great player. He's been He's one of the great historic pass rushers of all time. There's no denying it. But he said that the Bills were going to get OBJ. They didn't get OBJ. He said they were going to get DeAndre Hopkins. They didn't get Hopkins. He says he's going to be ready week one. He's not going to be ready week one. Does Von Miller talk a little too much? Yeah, he does. <laughs> I mean, d- just stop, right? right? There's, I mean, there's no doubt God. that Von Miller is an upbeat, ever-optimistic guy. But he does have a motor mouth. I mean, he'll sit there, and it's a 20-minute press conference, and he just goes on and on and on, which, you know, for for us as writers, there's usually a couple good nuggets in there that you pull out that are really good. But, yeah, he talks way too much. And, but they, they had him going up there, Mike, throughout the offseason, the the OTAs and the, and the minicamp. Yeah. And I'm like, why are we talking to Von Miller? Von Miller is not even practicing, and he won't be playing most likely for the first – you know, at least the first month of the season, but they kept wheeling him out there because he's a great talker. So, yeah, he needs to he needs to tone down the predictions because his track record is not he's he's he's, he's as bad as Yankee hitters right now with his oh, average. Yeah, I uh, there's nothing worse than that right now. Um, in in closing, let's predict. I'm gonna let's predict here that the Bills don't win a championship with this group. That the window closes, opportunities galore. For whatever reason, didn't work out. Thirteen seconds, blah blah blah, all, all of that stuff that just falls into Buffalo sports history, like everything else. If they, if this group with the unicorn Josh Allen and all these great players and turning things around, if they don't win a title, do you think it will be more about the head coach holding back the quarterback because of his game management and decisions, or? Do you think it'll simply be because the Bills are playing in the Patrick Mahomes era? Uh, look, I, I, you know, coaching is very important. It's probably as important in football as it is. Well, it is. It's more. It's the most important thing. Uh, coaching in football is more important than other sports. That's 
the easiest way to put it. But I'm sorry, I, I cannot blame Sean McDermott for everything that goes wrong with the Buffalo Bills. I'm not blaming McDermott for the 27 to 10 debacle against the Bengals. The players didn't play well. And this has always been my thing, Mike. Coaches coach, yeah. but the players have to go out and perform. You know, it's I understand you put them in certain situations or, you know, whatever scheme you're using, blah, blah, blah. But the players, the play is called, man, you got to execute the play. You got to show your talent. You got to be good. If they don't win a Super Bowl with this team, I, you know, I'm sorry. I'm not pinning it on coaching. You know, Andy Reid's a great coach. But like you said, he has Patrick Mahomes. He had Tyreek Hill. He's got Travis Kelsey. That's why the Chiefs win Super Bowls. It's not, Andy Reid's a great, great coach. He's coached, what, 26 years as a head coach? He's won, what, three Super Bowls or two? I think it's two. Yep. So 24 years or whatever the total is, he didn't win the Super Bowl because the players didn't do what they needed to do to go all the way. So I'm not going to blame the coaches. Yeah, 13 seconds. Look, <laughs> I guess I guess you could blame the coaches for putting them in a prevent defense on those two plays. So, yeah, that was a big deal. But that's one snapshot over, what, Sean McDermott's seven-year career now? I just can't pin it all on coaching. Another great spot. He covers the Buffalo Bills for the Democrat and Chronicle out in the awesome city of Rochester, Sal Marana, at Sal Marana on Twitter. Sal, thanks a bunch, man. Have a great rest of the summer, okay? And uh, don't watch too much of the Yankees because it's uh, they're just unwatchable. So, you know, go, go read a book or something, right? <laughs> They really have been unwatchable, and I have to write this pinstripe people newsletter, and it's, it's painful to do it every, you know, twice a week, Mike, I'll tell you that. We all want to protect our families, our homes, our businesses, and our health. CH Insurance provides the best personal and business coverage at the best value. You can trust the pros at CH. Here's who's in your corner. We have a really good team. We're always trying to help you in the best way as we can. The team makes the dream, right? And I would say that our our colleagues are second to none. We treat our clients like their family. When it comes to protecting what's important to you, the pros at CH Insurance are in your corner. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.